Good afternoon, everybody. I hope you can hear me. Um, if you can't hear me, please post a message in the chat. And then hopefully someone will do something about it. I'm sure we'll be able to sort it out. So welcome to this Triangles webinar for Monday, May the 16th, 2022. My name is Steve Nation, and I'm very happy to be your host today. This is a rather special day for our subjective work. It's the day of the Waysak full moon with the sun in Taurus. So it's a day of safeguarding in the esoteric tradition of the ageless wisdom teachings found in Alice Bailey's books. In this tradition and similar traditions derived from the theosophical revelations communicated in the late 19th century by Helena Blavatsky, the Waysak Festival, which occurs today, marks the high point of the spiritual year. It's a day when there is a great stream of lighted energies said to be flowing from the Buddha through the Christ to all men and women of goodwill in the world who each in their own way are choosing to follow a spiritual path. So on this day today, we're encouraged as much as we can to be interiorly aligned with these higher points of light and radiance that lie within us and to be aligned to an imaginative sense of the Buddha and the Christ pouring a radiance into the wide field of human consciousness and doing this once a year on an annual rhythm. It's a day of safeguarding, which essentially means it's a day when we seek to keep the mind oriented towards this great spiritual dispensation that's occurring. And again, as much as possible, when we aim to keep the affairs of the personality quiet and still, so that our focus can be on the inner work. So can we join in a moment of silence, followed by a sounding of the noontime recollection? We know, O Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. Excuse me. Because today, <coughs> because today is the Waysak Festival and the day of safeguarding for the Taurus full moon, this webinar we're going to enjoy will be different from the usual pattern. Really, it just gives us an opportunity to bring the work of the Triangles Network as a carrier of the incoming forces of light into the center of the group mind. 
That's really what we're thinking, just that together as a group, linking from all parts of the world, about 100 and almost 160 of us right now, taking the opportunity to hold the triangles network in mind and imagine it being a carrier of these incredible potencies of light flooding into humanity from the Buddha and the Christ. Through the Triangles Network, groups of three work in cooperation on a daily basis to invoke higher spiritual energies through their use of the Great Invocation. And so today we can imagine this network on a day of safeguarding, holding a point of spiritual tension and alignment and figuratively standing with all the deep thinkers in the Buddhist world and with all the lighted spiritual workers in all traditions, standing together as a community flooded with these incoming forces of light. We'll conclude the webinar by sharing in the meditative visualization in support of the Triangle's work. And on this occasion, because it's a day of safeguarding and in a sense, a day of silence, we won't include the usual session for sharing and discussion. If you happen to be new to Triangles, welcome to this webinar. It's lovely to have you here. And I apologize for the rather unusual nature of this broadcast. Usually we do have a very good um, session of interaction and discussion. Um, the Triangles Network is made up of individuals around the planet who come from all sorts of different spiritual backgrounds, but who share a common belief in the powerful role that invocation and concentrated thought can play in the creation of a better world. Consciously invoking higher energies of light, love and spiritual will into the human, human family. So to begin, let's just pause for a moment and work together with a very simple visualization. Begin by visualizing yourself as the soul, as the divine self, a radiant center of light and love. And in your mind's eye, think of your closest spiritual companions and see them using your spiritual eye, see them as radiant centers of light and love.
as you do so, recognize that all human beings have this center, this radiant center of light and love within them. through the daily work of Triangle's members, a radiant living network of triangles has been built in the etheric body, the energy body around the planet. Visualize lighted, loving, purposeful energies flowing through this network, pouring down from the potent radiations emanating today from the Buddha and the Christ, those two great brothers. And imagine these incoming energies enlivening all who are treading a spiritual path. Imagine how these lighted energies sometimes act as an irritant, revealing future possibilities, and in the process, disturbing established rhythms, so that the will to establish new disciplined and lighted rhythms may be strengthened and made more realistic. Imagine these higher potent energies of Waysac flowing through small groups of servants everywhere on the planet, every point on the planet, flowing through these small groups of servants into the broad consciousness of humanity. And imagine these energies carrying hope, vision, inspiration, and restoring the love of humanity with its accompanying spirit of companionship and of joy and service. Restoring these qualities to all cultures and peoples to all kingdoms of nature and elements of life. Thank you.
Sure, thank you, friends. Before we work with the triangles visualization, and really see these energies of pouring into humanity through the Buddha, from the Buddha, I wanted to share some comments that are slightly adapted from a talk that Christine Morgan gave, a WASAC talk, during the concluding session of the Arcane's Conference, Arcane School Conference in New York yesterday. So Chris said that at the peak of the Taurus full moon, theosophical teachings describe the Buddha hovering overhead before the assembled hierarchy of saints, rishis, and masters of wisdom and compassion. These teachings speak of Christ receiving the blessing of divine will from the Buddha on behalf of humanity. And this close cooperation between the Buddha and the Christ symbolizes the bridging of East and West. And it has led to the Waysak Festival being described as the greatest event upon our planet from the standpoint of the spiritual verities and as the one which has the greatest effect upon the human race. This profound statement, Chris said, highlights the opportunity before us <coughs> excuse me, to strengthen the vital bridge between East and West, as well as the bridge between humanity and divinity. The festival of the Buddha brings the forces of enlightenment closer to humanity and thereby providing the stimulus for the expression of compassion, which characterizes those who see life clearly and as a result are able to identify with the suffering of all sentient beings. The sign of Taurus in which the festival is held is also connected with desire and will, which could be said to embody both the worst and the best of human motives and achievements. For humanity as a whole, the default position has been the cultivation of desire and of a pleasurable acquiescence in its satisfaction, leading to the experience of suffering as the inevitable consequence of this unredeemed habit of living. But Waysak offers us all a reminder that this is only the surface of earthly re reality. The deeper truth, the deeper perception of reality is the fact of transcendence, of enlightenment, and of a life of unlimited empathy motivated by a heart and mind that knows compassion in the deepest and most selfless sense. And she went on to say that the Buddha used his mind as an inner eye to find the truth that he was seeking. And the light which irradiated his consciousness at the time of his incarnation revealed simple truths about the human condition. And he summarized these truths, this truth, into the well-known Four Noble Truths, which are paraphrased as 
cease to identify yourselves with material things. Gain a proper sense of the spiritual values. Cease regarding possessions and earthly existence as of major importance. And finally, follow the Noble Eightfold Path, which is the path of right relations, right relations to God and to each other, and thus be happy. What seems to stand out here is the instruction to cease to regard earthly existence as of major importance. Our understanding of reality and identity needs to be reoriented to the universal love, light and purpose, which infuse our true being. Our sense both of divine compassion and the demonstration of our common humanity leads us to question how we can shape the future so that a reordering in the nature of religious life can take place, one in which there can be a rhythmic approach from the human to the higher kingdom at the time of the full moon, and that this will form part of the foundation of a new religious life. That ends the little quotation from Christine. And so bearing in mind that this is the day of the Waysack full moon, let us work together with the triangles meditation. And first, such a critically important stage, integration as a group. We do this by focusing ourselves, each one of us, as a group upon the mental plane. Lincoln thought as a soul, as a point of love and light, with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. One group. In the center of the will of God, I stand. 
Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. And now as a group, we work with visualization. Drawing on the creative imagination to link with two other points of light. Two lighted companions to create together a triangle of light. Three human beings through the focus of mind, creating a triangle of light. Visualize this triangle as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. See the network as a whole, pulsing, receiving, transmitting these higher incoming energies. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network.
Now lift your consciousness and imagine the whole of the group, lifting the group consciousness to the world teacher, the one who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and who also stands at the heart of each triangle. This world teacher is referred to in the great invocation we will be using as the coming one. And in the original version of the invocation, he's referred to as the Christ. The one who stands as the heart of love at the center of the hierarchy and who is also at the same time at the heart of each and every triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to this inpouring energy of light. Visualize these incoming energies from the Buddha and from the world teacher, these energies of lighted, loving goodwill circulating in and around and through the triangles network. Filling the network with great spiritual potencies. And imagine the role that these in incoming energies play in unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, in healing, nurturing, and transforming human consciousness so that right human relationships can be established.
Now let us work together with the mantram of unification. And we'll use, we'll make a slight adaptation. The souls of all are one and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet, a light with triangles, flooded with the energies pouring into humanity from the Buddha and the world teacher. And see new triangles being formed everywhere. And now we sound the great invocation. 
Each of us can do this silently, or we may choose to sound it aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, we can visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities, the world where the Lord Buddha and the Christ are to be found, and the world of humanity, the world of human experience. And know that this lighted network of triangles is a channel through which the light and love and divine purpose can flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God. Let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known. Let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
Thank you, friends, for this rather unusual uh, webinar. And thank you for being together so that together as a group, we can quietly hold this point of tension. Thank you, friends. And the next webinar, which will be a more regular webinar, will be in one week's time, next Wednesday, at the same time. Thank you, friends.